Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Joel Curry, hey, how are you? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's great to chat and yeah, having a great day so far. Good to be back in Dublin. Good to have you back. And actually, speaking of Dublin, you arrived in last night and went straight to one of the most famous chippers. I did in Ireland, in the world, I think, is Burdocks. Well, we got in the car from the airport, and um, the driver was like, "You guys hungry? You got to try." Ireland's best fish and chips and in my mind I was like I'm gonna go to the gym um <laughs> you know get a nice healthy, healthy meal things. but as soon as he said fish and chips my mouth started watering and then um we was like well, right we gotta go and do it and your your verdict oh 10 out of 10 really it lived up to the hype um I had the smoke cod the normal cod the cod goujons lots of cod basically <laughs> yeah. um and lots of chips and listen I was up this morning 5 a.m in that gym working with the off. fish and chip pump you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three types of cod pump is the final thing you need for your workout in the morning. And you see the the there, there's a big um, wall of fame in there. Yeah, still the wall of fame. In. Bruce Springsteen was up there. Did and... we did we scribble in John Curry at the bottom? Oh god, I'll contact them later on. I'll make sure your name goes on. Get me on there. Well. I definitely will. Let's talk about the fact that this is for someone who's been in the industry for as long as you have. This is the the first album. Yeah, is that? Is that more dance music that doesn't lend itself to traditionally to albums? It's because I mean, you are one of the the artists on Spotify. When I scroll through, if I go through your discography, I am scrolling and scrolling <laughs> and scrolling because you release so much music. But this is the first time there's been an actual album. You know, you're right when you said like I think dance acts and DJs um, generally don't release albums. It's you know it's it's more like singles led um, sort of career. Um, but for me, I wanted to have it as a body of work and I feel like the timing was right to do it now. And I wanted to have the records that people know from over the years, like your sorries and lonies and head and yep. hearts. I wanted them on the album, um, but I also wanted all my new music on there as well. I wanted it to be like the ultimate Joel Corey, like power playlist. Um, and you know, it, it definitely felt like it was the right time to do it now. And you know, this year I've, I have put out more music this year than ever as I had the album in mind for the, okay, for, so for later this year. I was yeah. working towards mm. that. And and yeah, I'm so excited. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the album and track list and just so proud of it. And well, Rightly so, because I had a glance down at it today. And I mean, the names on it are, I mean, people know your song. So they'll know Rita Ora's on there. Yeah. They'll know Ella Henderson's on there, Becky Hill, Ray. I mean, Bed, honestly, that is one of my favorite pop songs of the last 10 years. Oh, thank you. I love that. That's ben. my mum's favorite so, as well. Um, well, she's got great taste. <laughs> she's got great taste. Um, but Jax Jones, I kind of pop. Like, every, David Guetta's in there a couple of times. Like, yeah. when you put it all together as an album, as one, as you said, as a one body of work, do the songs take on a, a different personality then versus what they were when they were just singles? Um, I think so. Like, when, when I was putting the track list together, um, I spent quite a while sort of putting it in order like sonically that I felt was mm. the correct journey and how it all flowed and I definitely feel like when you listen to it from start to end it it's like a bit of a journey you know you start with like those you, you, it's got some of my new tracks on there that I've definitely sort of evolved my sound and production over the last couple of years but then you then you pull back by the more nostalgic hits like your sorries and lonelies yeah. and head and heart and and you know, I just feel like that's why I want to include all the records on there because I feel like it has been my journey. Yeah. Um, and it kind of brings this era to an end. Well, that was my next question. Yeah. Does this mean that then the next phase of Joel Curry is going to be something a little different so that the next record is going to sound a little different? Yeah, uh, that is correct. You know, going into next year off this album, um, 
I'm going to go in with like fresh inspiration and a fresh approach. And that's why I wanted to kind of cap this chapter off mm. with the album. Um, and then I can feel like I can then move on and, you know, evolve my production and, and, and where I want to be going forward. So Brilliant. yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's been such an amazing journey. And, and when I look at that album, and like you said, all the different artists that I've collaborated with over the years, mm. I, I can't quite believe in myself. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> um, you've mentioned your mom a couple of times. She is such a big fan of you and such an important part of your life. I mean, mm. you brought her to the Brits. Yes. You've, she's been spotted raving in Ibiza with yeah. you. I mean, sure. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, brought, I brought her to Ibiza a few weeks ago on holiday because it's become like my mum's annual holiday now, um, her trip to Ibiza. <laughs> and I was playing with Tiesto at Yashwaya. And my mum came to Yashwaya and she was in the front row for my entire set. <laughs> raving and i was like what this is the most surreal thing because my mom's like you know she's a school teacher she's mm. quite reserved mm. um she's never really been like partying or raving before so <laughs> it was um, amazing to see it and she was loving all my tunes you know when the co2 cannon was going off she and was... she was suddenly covered in uh, under the co2 i was like mom you're still there <laughs> yeah yep, still here at the front row i was like good <laughs> Brilliant. talk to us about ireland and what it means to you because obviously for a lot of uk based artists mm -hmm. ireland can often be the first place that's foreign that you guys yeah. go and play and they, yeah. maybe Ibiza's a bit different for dance guys you know you guys you know you're down there all the time DJing but what are, what are Irish audiences like and the dance scene in Ireland like for you? Well first of all I've always said this I'm not just saying it because I'm talking to you sure. but Irish are the best crowd in the world People do say that a yeah, lot Yeah and like, I, yeah. I've said it for years you know wherever I play in the world whether it be Ibiza or Vegas or you know um, somewhere in Europe I can always tell who the Irish are in the crowd because okay. they are the loudest, they are partying the hardest <laughs> and just giving off the best vibes every time. Um, and Ireland for me means so much. Like over the last decade, I've been over to Ireland so many times, almost like it's a second home to me. I've DJed in every county, every town, every small club, the bigger clubs. I've done them all. I've, you, I've, you love Dublin. I mean, Dublin, obviously, but you, you said before, you've used the word wholesome about Dublin. Dublin is a, yeah. like the scene here is good, but the, the crowds that come to, to big gigs in Dublin. like Oh, the people, I love them so much. And they're always so nice and welcome to me. I mean, I remember when I first started to come to Dublin, I used to DJ at the rights venue in Swords. Like, yes, yeah. I was doing under 18 nights. And that was like me, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. That, and I was doing them every weekend nearly. So, <laughs> you know, as I said, you know, I've been over so many times, had so many great experiences, great memories here and um, just got so much love for the people. And, and I'm just lucky, lucky to come over and, and be here. So, Joel, quick fire questions. Number one is what would you like to be known definitively as the best in the world at? The best at cooking chicken and rice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I thought like, you know obviously music might have been an option maybe football <laughs> like you go to the gym like chick cooking chicken and rice i cook a mean chicken and rice but not definitively the best yet so you want to be the best i would say i'm up there all right okay i'm up there yeah you're I'm close enough that this could yeah. be a real dream yeah my recipe mate i cook it for you one time say, and you can judge for yourself i would love to taste <laughs> your chicken and rice uh, second question is who's the most famous person in your phone probably david gower He's pretty famous. Yeah, he's up there. Really. He is pretty <laughs> he's pretty famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, think back to when you were in primary school, right? So mm. let's say seven, eight years old. What was the name of your school? Cromer Road School. Okay, Cromer. So you're in there. Joel Curry opens up his lunchbox for his little break. He's allowed to have something out of it. What's in your lunchbox? Don't say chicken and rice. <laughs> <it definitely isn't laughs> true. Um, my mum used to make me Marmite sandwiches. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, there'd be a pack of ready sort of crisps and um, uh, fr- uh, what was that drink called? Fruit Fruit Loop juice. Oh, fruit shoot. Fruit shoot. Fruit Not fruit loop, fruit shoot. <laughs> fruit loop juice. <laughs> fruit I don't loop. think you want to be drinking. <laughs> uh, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? You don't even have to know them, but if there was, if that was happening, you could have one person by your side. One person by your side in a zombie apocalypse. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think, well, A, you'd both battle out to see who'd cook the yeah. chicken and rice. <laughs> he probably would deal with zombies. I feel like he's he's, you know... He would be a good companion in like a warlike situation. God, shit. He would, you know, he would lead the way. Yeah. Um, and he would make you up your game. There'd be, you know, what I mean, if there's yeah. those are zombies to kill, and you, <laughs> and you were slacking. He's gonna Gordon you. is not going to let you slack. You have to step up to the game, or he's going to shout at you and swear <laughs> at you. <laughs> you that's, that's worse than the zombie. Let's be honest. And the final question I ask everyone that comes in for a cup of tea in a chat because I don't. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Yeah, I do. You actively yeah, wash Yeah, I, I like a bit of the mint sauce shower gel. Oh, yeah. Um, can sting a little bit sometimes. <laughs> it does in certain areas. It can be tingy. All guys know that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but yeah. So you, you, you literally will give him a scrub? Yeah, give him a scrub. Is that a weird thing? It's not weird. I'll tell you, we're about a 50-50 split with yeah. all the celebs we've talked to. I kind of do like a, a full body wipe. Okay. Like, you know, yeah, like know. kind of in one swoosh. I'm more hot spots and let, oh, yeah. let the runoff just take care of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Best luck with the album. Cannot wait to listen to this body of work in one go and, and see that narrative you've put together. But congratulations. Thank you very much, mate. It's great to chat. And um, yeah, I look forward to coming back over soon. Brilliant. Dave Moore on Today FM Podcast.